Hey everybody, this is Hunter Howard. I'm the lead pastor of Encounter Church. Here at Encounter Church, our vision is helping people encounter God. And that's what I pray and hope for you today, that you will encounter God through this message. Enjoy. One more happy Easter morning, everybody. This morning, we're going to continue in our year 2020 series, as well as in our April theme. What we've been talking about all year so far is this theme of solid, biblical foundations for strong disciples. And once again, we say, practicing God's word makes me strong. Say that right there where you are. Practicing God's word makes me strong. And for the month of April, we uh, are in this series called Empowered, right? And we're learning all about the Holy Spirit. And through the month of April, we're going to continue to learn more and more about the Holy Spirit. Last Sunday, which was Palm Sunday, right? We learned about the importance of the fire of the Holy Spirit burning in our hearts, which we mainly focused on that being our passion, our love, our secret personal love for Jesus, keeping that hot with the Holy Spirit burning in our hearts. And today, on Easter Sunday... We're going to learn about the spirit of resurrection. Palm Sunday was hearts on fire, and today, Easter Sunday, raised to life. Why don't you say right there where you are, raised to life. We're going to learn about the Holy Spirit being the spirit of resurrection. And for that, to get started with Empowered Part 2, Raised to Life, I'm going to go to our main scripture for the day. And that is Romans chapter 8, verses 10 and 11. I'm going to read two versions of it for you right now. And then I'm going to, be, I'm going to go back to it uh, off and on throughout this message. So let's go to Romans chapter 8, 10 and 11. First of all, the New Living Translation. And Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin, the Spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you. And just as God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. Now for the Passion Translation of that same verse, Romans 8, 10 and 11. Now Christ lives His life in you. And even though your body may be dead because of the effects of sin, his life-giving spirit imparts life to you because you are fully accepted by God. Yes, God raised Jesus to life. And since God's spirit of resurrection lives in you, he'll also raise your dying body to life by the same spirit that breathes life into you. Let's pray quickly. Spirit of God, Holy Spirit, you're the spirit of resurrection. You're the spirit that breathes God's life into us. Today, breathe life into each and every one of us as we hear and accept and receive your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of resurrection. He's the life-giving spirit. He's the spirit that breathes the life of God into our hearts. And today, 
I want to talk to you briefly about three powerful, life-transforming truths about who the Spirit of Resurrection is and what He does. Remember, we're learning about the Holy Spirit, and one of His names is the Spirit of Resurrection. Three truths that will change your life if you'll receive it, believe it, I believe you'll experience it. The first one, number one, the Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the dead. See, in Romans 8, 11, we're going back to that scripture. It says, the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead. Just to break that down a little bit as we understand it. The Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the dead. Sin produced death. Death was never God's design. It was never his intention. He created us to live eternally with him. But when sin came into the world, and we all sin, right? Sin produced and produces or leads to death. And death has reigned throughout all humanity. Death reigned superior in humanity until Jesus came. And when Jesus, who was full of the spirit of life, the life of God, came and died in our place, right? He ended the reign of death. How did he end the reign of death? Jesus went to the cross, and when he went to the cross, he carried all of our sins upon himself. As he did that, he died our death in our place. And then the Spirit of God, the very life-giving Spirit of God, came back into Jesus, who had died in our place on the cross, and resurrected him from that place of death, from the tomb. Something so powerful happened that we have to understand, you guys. When Jesus rose from the dead, he didn't just defeat death for himself. It wasn't just like he died and he was defeating his own death. No, because he was dying our death in himself, he was literally carrying your death and my death in his own body, in his own soul, in his own spirit. When the Holy Spirit came back and breathed life into Jesus again, he didn't only defeat death for himself, he defeated death for you and for me. And so death that had reigned superior and supreme throughout all the history of humanity was rendered defeated forever. Death was defeated when the Holy Spirit raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Romans chapter 1 verses 3 and 4 in the Passion Translation says this, for the gospel is all about God's son. As a man, he descended from David's royal lineage, but as the mighty son of God, he was raised from the dead and miraculously set apart with a display of triumphant power supplied by the spirit of holiness or the Holy Spirit, right? And now Jesus is our Lord and Messiah. By the spirit of holiness, the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of resurrection, Jesus rose from the grave and he permanently defeated death on our behalf. You got to know that. Jesus was risen from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is the power of Easter. 
This right there is the joy of what we're celebrating today on Easter Sunday. Number one, the Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the dead. Number two, the Holy Spirit raises us from spiritual death to real life. Again, back in Romans verse eight, uh, chapter 8, verse 11, says the spirit who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, he gives life to you, right? The Holy Spirit raises us from spiritual death to real life. See, the spirit of resurrection, if you've been born again, you say, what does that mean, being born again? We'll talk about that in just a minute. But if you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, you've been born again. And the very spirit of resurrection that raised Jesus from the dead, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, now lives in you. And he's taken you out and me out of spiritual death and brought us into now spiritual life that's real, true life, abundant life, the life God created all of us to have in the first place. Let's read from John chapter 3, verses 3 through 6. This is the New Living Translation. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. And he was talking to Nicodemus, who happened to be a religious person. So, rather you're someone who's never been religious before, or you are someone who's been in church your whole life, this is for all of us. Listen. Unless you are born again, he said, you cannot see the kingdom of God. And right there where you're sitting, say, born again. Unless you're born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. What do you mean, exclaimed Nicodemus? How can an old man, I guess Nicodemus was old, right? How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, <laughs> kind of like, no, 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 no. I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the spirit. Humans can only reproduce human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. Born of the water, we know that that is in reference to water baptism, and we're not focusing on that today, but it's great to be water baptized. If you've been born again, be water baptized, right? But he says that only the Holy Spirit can give birth to spiritual life. What does that mean? When we put our faith in the one who was raised from the dead by the spirit of resurrection, the very same Holy Spirit comes to live on the inside of us. And Jesus calls that being born again. It means that we're no longer spiritually dead or asleep towards God, but now our spirit comes to life towards God, and we receive a spiritual life that we call a relationship now with Almighty God. What happens? The very Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead breathes God's life into our heart, into our spirit that was dead because of sin. And now we come alive again to the life we were created to have in the first place, but we lost it through sin. Real, true, abundant life. What is that life? It's a relationship, not a religion, not a theory, not a philosophy, not even a church. It is a living, vibrant, real relationship with our Creator, Almighty God. Maybe you already knew that. 
Maybe you didn't know that, whether you knew it or not. You were made, you were created by God to be in relationship with God. You were created to know the love of God for you and to love him back. That's the whole purpose that he created us, to love us and for us to know that love and love him back. And the only way to experience that real life is to be born again. How are you born again? You put your faith in Jesus and then the Holy Spirit, the spirit of resurrection comes and breathes resurrection life into you and takes your dead spirit, your dead heart because of sin and brings us back to life. If you've never been born again, today you can be born again and I'll pray with you here in just a few minutes for that. Number one, the Holy Spirit raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Number two, the Holy Spirit raises us from spiritual death to real life. And number three, the Holy Spirit, I love this one, the Holy Spirit will raise our dead bodies into everlasting life. Why? Because we will all, physically speaking, we're all going to die because of the consequences and the effects of sin on the natural world. We still live in this natural world, right? And so our physical bodies are all going to die unless you have the privilege, and this may be, right, of still being physically on earth when the Lord Jesus Christ comes again, okay? Unless you're one of those that's physically on the earth when the second coming happens, we're all going to physically die because of the effects of sin on the natural world and our natural bodies. But if... You have the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of resurrection living on the inside of you. Death is not, capital N, capital O, capital T, death is not the end. For many people, death, they believe, is the end. That's why it's something so sad and terrifying. But in reality, death is not the end. And if you are born again, death is is most definitely not the end because Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, the Father God, by His Spirit of resurrection, is going to breathe His life into all of our dead bodies. And our dead bodies are all going to be resurrected again with the Lord Jesus Christ in the end. Let's read about this. This is a little longer passage, so I ask you, maybe you want to look it up in your Bible, follow along on the screen, and really tune your ears into this. This is 1 Corinthians 15. I'm going to read 42 through 55, and I want to ask you to really pay close attention to each and every verse. In the same, it is the same way with the resurrection of the dead. Speaking of dead bodies, all of us. Our earthly bodies are planted in the ground when we die. But they will be raised to live forever. Our bodies are buried in brokenness, but they will be raised in glory. They're buried in weakness, but they will be raised in strength. They're buried as natural human bodies, but they will be raised as spiritual bodies. For just as there are natural bodies, there are also spiritual bodies. The scripture tells us the first man, Adam, became a living person. But the last Adam, that is Christ, is a life-giving spirit. What comes first is a natural body, and then what comes, uh, and then the spiritual body comes later. Adam, the first man, was made from the dust of the earth. 
while Christ, the second man, came from heaven. Just as we are now like the earthly man, we will someday be like the heavenly man. Somebody say hallelujah to that one. One day we're going to be like the heavenly man, just like Jesus. What am I saying, dear brothers and sisters? I'm saying that our physical bodies, these natural physical bodies, right, cannot inherit the kingdom of God. These dying bodies cannot inherit what will last forever. But let me reveal to you a wonderful secret today. We will not all die, but we will all be transformed. It'll happen in a moment, in the blink of an eye, when the last trumpet is blown. For when the trumpet sound, and this is referring to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, right? For when the trumpet sounds, those who have died will be raised to live forever. Those who have died in their physical bodies will be raised to live forever. And we who are living, those who are still living on the earth when Jesus comes again, will be transformed, right? Because that natural body has to become a spiritual body. For our dying bodies must be transformed into bodies that will never die. Our mortal bodies will, must be transformed into immortal bodies. Then, when our dying bodies have been transformed into bodies that will never die, the scripture will be fulfilled. Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? Today, what wonderful news that every one of our bodies... Rather, we're here on the earth when Jesus comes again. It's going to be transformed into a body that will last forever, right? Or rather, we have already passed on, right? Our dead bodies are going to be resurrected and changed into an eternal spiritual body that will never die again. What's going to happen is that the limitless, eternal, spiritual reality will forever replace the limited, temporary, natural reality. See, that is the hope of Easter. The hope of Easter is that death is not the end. By the power of the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of resurrection, you can be forever raised to life. By the power of the Holy Spirit, if you put your faith in the Lord Jesus, who was raised from the dead by the Holy Spirit, the very Holy Spirit who causes us to be born again and gives us real life. You can also know that in the end, for all eternity, the Holy Spirit is going to raise your body from the dead and you can and will live forever and ever and ever in the presence of Almighty God. Not only can we enjoy a relationship with God here on the earth in this life, we can live with Him forever and ever for all eternity and have everlasting life. Through the very same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. The very same Holy Spirit causes you to be born again. And the very same Holy Spirit will raise our dead bodies to live forever and ever and ever with him. The question today is, have you been born again? Have you been raised to life? If you haven't, today is your Day. You don't have to go on living the same way you've been living. You don't have to go all, uh, the rest of your life carrying around the burdens of sin. Jesus, today, he'll, he'll lift that heavy burden off of you. He will trade a heart. He'll change a heart that, that, that's been hard towards him. And he'll give you a soft heart towards God. 
He'll take a heart that's been far away from God and he'll, he'll let you feel inside of your heart closeness to God. He'll give you a relationship with God if you've never had one before. And if today, maybe you, at, at one time, you, you, yeah, you were born again, you followed Jesus, but today you're not following Jesus. You've been backslidden. Listen, the Holy Spirit wants to come to you as well. And if your heart has fallen asleep, if your heart has grown cold or distant from God, the Holy Spirit also wants to come and breathe life, resurrection life into every heart today. If you've never been born again, be born again. If you've been backsliding, come home. I want to pray with each and every one of you that need to make that move, that need to make that decision today. In just a few moments, I'm going to pray a prayer to be born again. I'm going to pray a prayer that if you're backsliding, you can come home. You can use my words, but I would encourage you, use your own words. Pray your own words. Pray this in your heart and say it with your mouth. Here we go. Let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you left heaven so that the Father would no longer be without me. Sin, my sin, has separated me from Almighty God, the one who made me to be my, my father and I to be his child. Sin separated me. Sin has caused me to be far away from God. But you came, Jesus, and you went to the cross and you died my death for me. You carried my sins in your own body. And when you died, you died in my place. But Jesus, I believe today that on the day of resurrection, on, on the first Easter Sunday, you really did rise from the dead. And when you rose from the dead, you defeated death for me forever. And death no longer reigns. Now there is everlasting life available. Today, Jesus, I repent. I turn away from my sins. I turn away from living a life in rebellion to God and living my own way. And I turn my heart back to you, God. Today, Jesus, send your Holy Spirit, the spirit of resurrection, to change my hard heart into a soft heart, to change my heart that's far away for a heart that comes close. I ask you today to take away my life and give me a new life. I don't want to live the same life. I want to live a new life. Give me a brand new heart today. I want to be born again. And for those of us that, that, that maybe have been backslidden, Jesus, I, have, I know what it's like to follow you, but I haven't been following you. I've grown cold, but no more. Holy Spirit, come afresh into my heart. Breathe new life. I repent for growing cold and backsliding. Holy Spirit, I want a fresh start today. And all of us together, we, maybe we could pray something like this. Jesus, I want to follow you the rest of my life. I want to be your follower. I want to be your disciple. Holy Spirit, fill me with the resurrection of life, resurrection life of Jesus so that I can live for you. In Jesus' name I pray today, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, I believe you've been born again. If you were backslidden, I believe you came home today. And I believe all of us have received a fresh revelation of the spirit of resurrection 
and a fresh touch and freshness of the Holy Spirit and his life in our life today. I believe it. I believe it for every one of us. Today, if you are at home gathered with your family or maybe in a small group watching this in in some other setting in some other time, I want to ask you guys to have a little conversation. Three little tiny questions or conversation points here. First of all, share your favorite Easter memory. Just share your favorite Easter memory that you have either growing up or now with your family, right? Number two, did you learn anything new about the Holy Spirit today? Just talk about what that is. Whatever new thing you learned about the Holy Spirit today, the Spirit of Resurrection. And number three, what is the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart this Easter? Remember, He raised Jesus from the dead. He raises our spirits to have real life, our dead, our dead old life to have real life. And one day He's going to raise all of our dead bodies to live forever and ever with Him. He's the Spirit of Resurrection. Thank you so much for joining us today again for Encounter at Home in just a few minutes. I don't want you guys to go just yet because you're going to have a couple of important announcements before we go today. And I want to remind everybody, I'll see you back on Wednesday night. Join us live for Wednesday night discipleship at 730. And then next Sunday, I'm going to preach another message about the Holy Spirit called the C Factor. And you don't want to miss it. So. Once again, thanks for joining us. Happy, happy, happy Easter. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really believe God spoke to you through his word today and is moving in your life. If you'd like more information about Encounter Church or you'd like to give your tithes and offerings, you can visit our website at EncounterChurchAtlanta.org. I'd also like to invite you to share this message on social media. Thanks again.